0: With this semach Tzedek that explains that the yerius isim represent the Badrig of tshuva, isim the representative of darkness and and evil, um, in the mishkan signified the transformation of evil into good, which is a higher layer than the lower yerius, which were represented just mitzvahs at tzaddik. So the first yerius is at tzaddik, and the second level is the is the of bal tshuva, which is greater than the tzaddik. This will explain why in the beginning of the parasha it says uh, all the uh, pieces, all the ingredients that people have to bring. It says sheish, argoman, different types of linen and wool. And then it says an izim, and goats. So Rashi says, "Why you need goats? Why would you need goats? We need the hair of the goats. So Rashi says indeed that the targum, when it says the word izim. adds one, and one letter, from goats, that which comes off the goats, the hair. But in the Torah, literally it says, izim. they should donate goats. But obviously Torah doesn't mean that. So why is the Torah then saying it? She said, that which comes off from the izim. But according to the view uh, of the Tzimach it, it it actually makes sense, because the Torah is trying to hint that the goat hair that was brought in the Mishkan was meant to signify what the goat represents, which is the world of darkness. That's why the Torah doesn't say the hair of the goat, but uses the word goat's thumb. And the yiriyas also called yiriyas izim. It is not called yiriyas made from the hair of izim. Um, this may be also explaining why it says that the woman they spun the thread from the goats when it was still attached to the goats. We don't find it by the other things, by the, by the lamb, by the sheep. Perhaps it has to do with the fact that the goat itself was the significance here. It's reminding us that the world of darkness can be transformed into light through the power of Tshuva. And the Rebbe says a fascinating thing. This explanation of the tzimach sedek will give us a, an insight into our Gemara. Gemara says, Kala goreya. In Torah in general there's a rule, that if Torah tells you that Phelan should have four parshias, or Lulav and to have four species, you're not allowed to add, even if it makes sense to you, according to your aesthetic sensibilities, and we should add a fifth one. You want to enhance it, you want to update it, embellish it. Torah says you can't do that, because... The mitzvahs of the Torah are not based and predicated on human sensibilities, on aesthetics. These are divine, divinely inspired. And their their, their scope is limitless and infinite. And one cannot impose human sensibilities on mitzvahs. Mitzvahs have to be preserved exactly the way the Elisha said. If you add, you're goreia, you're actually ruining it, you're diminishing it, you're not making it better. In fact, you're actually making it puzzle. If you add an extra and tfilin, the next to and in tefillin, the tefillin is puzzle. The Morris says, How do we know that when you add to the Torah, then you're actually not only not gaining anything, but you're actually goreya, you're diminishing it? The Morris says from three different places. One of the places is from the Yeriyas, here in this parsha. When the Torah describes that you should take 11 slats and sew them together to make the second layer of Yeriyas, the Torah uses for the number 11, Ashtay Osar Yeriyas. 11 Yeriyas, Ashtay. Now the normal, normally used term for 11 in Hebrew is Achad Osar. Achad is 1, Osar is 10. Here the Torah uses an unusual term um Ashtei is actually made up of shtei and an ayin in the front. Shtei asar would mean 12. You place an ayin in the front, it changes the word from shtei to Ashtay. Now it becomes 11. So what do you see from here? You add the letter in front of the word shtei, and the number goes down. Kolam So the Rebbe says, why is it that Dafke in the Yereas? when the Torah describes how we should build the Mishkan, and, and specifically in the area of the Yerias, there the Torah teaches us this general idea that it has nothing to do with the Mishkan. It's a general concept related to how we should treat Torah. As Kola Ma'isif Geraya Davke here by Yerias says the Rebbe like this. The Tzim said that the, the Yerias, the 11 Yerias, the 11 slats, the second layer, represents the world of evil. Now we know that 11 is connected to evil. But why is 11 connected to evil? As we said before, because the world of evil rejects any association with kedusha, with Hashem, which means it forces the dimension of life and source of life that sustains them to be on another level. So what they're creating is instead of the number 10, which is the ordinary composition of any world, the basic design of creation, and they're forcing an 11th dimension, the dimension of God. The source of life itself remains outside them. So therefore, there is 11 dimensions. In other words, they're adding another dimension. They're massive. This is the meaning. Dafke by Yeriyas, the Torah teaches us. 11, which represents the world of evil. What is, why is the world of evil connected to the number 11? Because they're adding a new dimension through their rejection of of Alakus, the rejection of Hashem, by that they're destroying themselves. They're they're losing. They're going down in value. And and that's why the Ashtiasa is taught the Kalamizga is taught through the Ashtiasa, the number eleven. The eleven is exactly that point of adding and through that diminishing.